When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Rosecast, the number one spoiler-free Bachelor Recap podcast hosted by a male interracial best friend duo. I'm your host, Tim Kennedy. With me, as always, Alex Bradford, FM Radio DJ opening. Week 7 AB, not fun and games anymore. What do you got on the episode? Rim, when's this dude going to jump over this fence? I'm sick of it. Yeah, it's getting annoying. Okay. It's got to be next week. It has to be next week. That's what I've said for four weeks. Well, you know, you'd think we'd know better. All the episodes we've seen, all the years we've been doing this, you'd think we'd know better than to buy into what the producers are teasing. I'm excited for it, I'll tell you that much. Well, we all are, but almost certainly it's going to be a disappointment, right? It has to be a disappointment. Well, I mean, I've tabbed it as one of the most exciting events in television history, so (laughs) yeah, I would assume it's going to not be what I expect. What did you think of this episode AB, the things that occurred on screen last night. It was juicy, Rim. I enjoyed all two hours. Flew by. Contentious, to say the least. And it's a little (laughs) bit of a she said, she said that she said, who heard her say that, though, but she said this, (laughs) which is different than what I'm saying, so he doesn't know who to believe. We don't know who to believe, and I think it was presented brilliantly because absolutely because it's so confusing that if you're producing a television show like this you can come down on any side of this and kind of state your case absolutely you know no one here has good evidence but you can make you know you can come in on any side and see it the way you see it and kind of not be like none of us can be right or wrong on this basically it's kind of a rorschach test in that regard i'm gonna state my case for, oh, for I, got side I'm, I have a very strong take. <laughs> good, good. I hope you do, and I hope it's different from mine, frankly, because I don't know. I, I, I just I want to hear from everybody's side. Anyway, I read a tweet calling this the it was a tag team match, heavyweight tag team match. The whole episode, sure. you got two sides, two on two, all episode. And I'd say Tasha was the most the most fearsome competitor in the four person tag team. If you want to boil it down well, to that. Yeah. She's like the champion. She's that's big, in sexy tag Kevin Nash. And then like, <laughs> uh, what's, uh, what's her name? Uh, Kerpa was one of the lesser NWO participants. Sure, sure, sure. Anyway, like Horace. 
Conan, <laughs> someone. Anyway, we could go on. If you just want us to name mid '90s wrestlers, we can you do want that us to all name day. Name off all the NWO guys. It'll take. It'll be a two-hour podcast. Talk in about itself. something that got too big for its britches very quickly. You're looking at the Wolfpack. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's get into the episode before we start. If you're not uh, doing so yet, we advise that you please follow us on Instagram at Rosecast Podcast, Twitter at Rosecast ES, or Facebook slash Rosecast Podcast. Vlog Colton is number one, AB. Absolutely. Big fans of Vlog Colton here. There's nothing new we learned. But I like Vlog Colton, and he had a shirt. Did he, I don't remember if he had a shirt on or if he didn't this time. Doubt it. I was. I doubted too. But I enjoyed it. Sign me up for a after the show vlog, daily blog. Can you imagine if Ari? First off, he'd oh had to like he'd God. have to like figure out the camera on his phone. <laughs> his old ass be, doesn't know anything about a vlog. <laughs> it'd probably be. What do you think? You don't think it's called a vlog, do you? No, you can call it either no, way. In can't. my opinion, <laughs> absolutely. No, that's, no, no. no. <laughs> Uh, just keep this in mind. The three people who said something to Colton last episode, Sydney, Demi, and Katie, all reference women who are there who aren't ready to be married. Mm-hmm. That is what they all said. There's people here who aren't ready. We didn't hear a lot of right reasons talk necessarily. We heard readiness. That's the key here. Keep that in mind. We're going to Denver. Ben Higgins, big Ben, the man. 29 going on 40. Did you know this guy is way younger than us, A.B.? Because I looked at him yeah. like a mentor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I looked at him yeah. like a wise old man. <laughs> he was like 25, I feel like, on his season. Mature guy. You got anything on their conversation? It was kind of weird to me that they keep bringing Ben in when he didn't have success during his season. That's what keeps... <laughs> but then I did a little research uh, because I saw some some stuff online referencing how many bachelors have actually stayed with their people. It's only been one, Rim. What are you Did talking about? Did you know about? that? No. It's only what, been one There's Sean bachelor. Lowe, and what about that other guy? That's it. No, what about that other guy? Sean Lowe. JP, Lowe's oh, he was, uh, he was on JP's Bachelorette. the other way. There's So there's been, I think there's been six of like, I, I don't know the exact numbers. I should have wrote these down. It's, it's like six of like 15 or something Bachelorettes that are still happily uh, married or together. Together, at least. Um, together. But there's only one of like, 30 or 25 or something bachelors wow one of 25 that's what we've been doing here with this podcast we should just have a bachelorette we should be focused on bachelorette well if anything the bachelor's a joke (laughs) (laughs) i didn't realize it was that until i saw the stat incredible okay well that just means sean should replace Chris Harrison. He's yeah, the only Sean, person who can speak to this with Sean's any authority. The only, like Ben can't talk about what you need to do right here. Ben didn't do it right. God, that's man, yeah. that throws me off my whole the whole axis here. This is this is all nonsense, AP. Oh, it's twenty three seasons, one in twenty three. All right, we um, get it. It's not high likelihood. Six and thirteen. I think I think Colton could join Ben as a successful I agree. Maybe. Anyway. I agree. Uh, let's get to the date. Colton gives Tasha a one-on-one date uh, while, while they're in the park or whatever in Denver. First person to get a second one-on-one date. That's a BFD mm-hmm. in my opinion, AP. Absolutely. What do you got on this uh, this daytime portion? Just enjoying a, a normal day. Let's see what our days in Denver will be like with Colton. And it seems awesome. seems like an awesome Saturday. Yep. You test wine. Uh, you go walk around with his dog. 
You go get some ice cream, taste some ice creams. Couple of kisses. A uh, dr- couple kisses, smooches in the park, yeah. some other random stuff like that. You, then you sit down and have some real talk. Great date. Yeah, I loved it. It was a fabulous date. And you're right, AB. The talk was real. Or was it? Who knows? Listen, <laughs> here's what uh, Taisha, this episode is going to include a lot of quotes. Fundamentally, an episode that is based on she said, she said. We're going to have to quote the things here. We don't want to misquote people or because the, the semantics matter and what these people yeah. are saying. And it starts. And we got to we got to let these people make their own decision too, Rim. We'll give our opinions. No, I'm going to be activists about this. I'm going <laughs> to convince <laughs> okay, you okay. of a some certain point of view. Here's a couple things that Tasha said first from the, the to the camera. I think Katie's comment had some truth behind it about some of the other girls not being ready for marriage. So today, I will tell him what I think, okay? Not if he asks, I'll say something. Today, I'm going to tell him, period, mm-hmm. no matter what. Absolutely. He needs to know. Yep, that's and that's fine. But don't say that you only said something because he asked later on, which he did. Okay, I'm already getting, based on Rim's <laughs> tone, <laughs> listen, how he feels about listen, this situation. The other thing she didn't say was, I know what Katie was referring to, or mm-hmm. I know things about what the others have said because I witnessed them. She said, I think what Katie said had some truth to it, so I'm going to expand on that, basically. Um, Colton says, listen, Tasha. three people told me that contestants are not ready for this, who are people who are remaining. I'm not questioning your readiness, Tasha. I don't think we are either. I think we said last week that Tasha and Kerpa are probably the two most ready people here, but he's worried that others might not be. He said, I want to hear from you about what you've seen or what you've heard. A.B., what do you make of Colton even asking Taisha to do this in the first place? It's unprecedented, Rim. This late in the season and this much of a... Uh, she's she's a front runner at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, she's She pretty much was guaranteed a hometown when she got this first date. Everyone knew she was getting a hometown. I don't remember a lead asking a, a front runner to be a snitch for him before. I don't ever remember that occurring. So, okay. I didn't know that. That's even bigger deal than I thought. Quick back at the house. No music. Cassie and Kaylin, needless to say, kind of shaking in their boots, would you say? They're <laughs> they're convincing themselves that they're not in trouble, but they yeah. seem to be very concerned with this what you might is, say anyway. I don't know. This is when you get the call, like you're at a friend's house and your mom calls you and she's like, we got to talk when you get home. And it's like, uh-oh. Yep. yep. Did, did that school call? Uh, oh, yeah. What, did she find out about this thing I did? <laughs> what You don't know exactly what is going to happen when you get there. Very familiar with that scenario, AB. <laughs> and the thing is, I'm usually guilty of, as I was definitely guilty of something that was uh, yeah, going on. Yeah, you're guilty of something. Yeah, you I'm just don't know what you're, she knows, like, does she know that yep. I broke that window? I, she, I, I, don't yeah, know. I broke the window, AB. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> broke a lot of windows. Back on the date. Tasha says this, I've heard some disheartening conversations have taken place in the house. So you've heard conversations have taken place. You haven't been a part of the conversation. You didn't hear the conversations Just yourself. Semantics matter, AB. Words they matter. They really do. They really do. Maybe this is the lawyer in my blood, but that is different from saying I heard the conversations. I heard Absolutely. so-and-so say this. She said, I've heard that conversations took place. She's attesting mm-hmm. to the existence of conversations that she cannot witness with her own eyes. That's me saying I've heard that there are aliens. 
And here's the really troublesome part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here's the troublesome part, too. Colton isn't good with words, Rim. No. So he doesn't <laughs> catch any of this. He's caught none of this. He's just like, oh, you heard you were in a conversation and she told you this, huh? Okay. To be fair, that's accurate. To be fair, the viewers, the way this was presented, I don't blame anyone for thinking this was presented as a mass wave of so many people are saying the same thing here. Yeah. That's how it came off on television. But if you watch it twice, like the losers that we are, you pick up on the little things that Mm -hmm. you can separate them and realize that these people are not all saying the same thing. That's the case I'm going to try to present here. If you disagree, please let us know on the text line. Then she says, I'm not telling you because I don't want to tattle. Next sentence is the names of the people that she's talking about. (laughs) It's it's the definition of a tattle. (laughs) Yep. I feel, she says, I feel like Cassie and Kaylin aren't genuine. I feel like, I feel like that's who Katie was referring to. Oh, and Sydney and Demi also. Um, Mm -hmm. You get the feeling everyone here is closer with Katie than they were with Sydney and Demi. Anyway, Katie sounds like the wise, wise. What Katie said is gospel, according to the remaining. (laughs) Absolutely. Everything she says is good to go. Okay. I'm going to say this next part, and then I want your take on this, AB. Okay. I hope this isn't an annoying way to recap it, but we have to we have to break it down. We got to break down the it's words. So, I'm sorry. It was so. It's the whole episode. Basically, it was the whole episode. This was it. This was the whole episode. So you got to dig deep. Yep. You need the details. Do you think we're going to gloss over it, listeners? Do you know us no, to be glossing gonna- <laughs> over things? No. <laughs> this might take four commutes we're for you to get through. We're going to go through this with a fine tooth <laughs> comb. Period. This fine tooth comb. Name of the episode. Period. Listen. <laughs> this is what Tasha said. She said they're already talking about being. Here's where we get. Here's where the names. This is are, where it gets really confusing. The names are out into the ether. Yeah. Now she can refer to two people as they, mm-hmm. and it can, she might not be mean that both people said <laughs> yeah. these things. She can just say they, like those yep. bad people over there. They already are talking about being the next Bachelorette, and they've also said they don't think they're ready to engage that be engaged after this. Really. Big accusations. Those are huge. Death knells if they're true. And rightfully so. She said something about parties and getting to hang out with people. Mm -hmm. I feel like they still have a lot to figure out. Okay. Do you think it's okay, just stepping back a little bit, do you think it's okay for these people to be, like, if, if I went on The Bachelorette, I would, in the back of my head, be thinking about how awesome the after effect is going to be of this like the parties i'm going to go to i'm going to be on like next year's bachelor in paradise i'm gonna be out you got you got to be thinking that it might not be okay to say it but i'm sure all of these girls are actually thinking you know about how much better their life is going to be because of this in a i agree in a scenario you definitely don't say it in a scenario where kaylin and cassie are talking about possibly being the next bachelorette it makes logical sense. Everyone knows, including them, that they're probably two of the top contenders. It would stand to reason that one of them has a good chance at being the next Bachelorette. That's a pretty good consolation mm-hmm. prize. That is not the same as saying they came here specifically to be the next Bachelorette. Like, if you're going to lose, if you're going to get second, you got to hope, I w- if, or third or fourth or fifth or sixth, you got to hope best, I yeah. want to be the next Bachelorette. That would be a nice thing. Bachelor in Paradise, minimum. Oh, minimum. Every girl that's remains right now has got to, in the back of their head, be thinking, yeah. Bachelor but, in Paradise or bust. But you don't say it. But here's my question. Do you say it? Like, if Rim and AB are in the Bachelor house, 
We're talking I'd about say it. this. <laughs> <laughs> if you're with your pals or who you think, that's the key here, who you think are your pals, maybe you're talking about it. Here's how this came off to me, even before I did the deep dive. Colton goes, what have you heard? What's the scuttlebutt? What's the buzz in the thing? <laughs> and by the way, if, if you're being asked what's the buzz in the house, you're not the number one contender. You're not. No, absolutely You're being not. used as like, you He's might be two or her. three, but you're being used as absolutely. a way in. This is like, confirm for me that the person I'm falling in love with is actually the real deal. Because if you're number one, he's not even going to ask you, and he's also not going to care about the <laughs> no, other stuff. No, which we found out later. <laughs> so he, yeah. doesn't, he doesn't really care. Here's what this came off as. He goes, oh, what's going on? Who's bad out there? And she's like, hmm, let me think. The two top contenders, my biggest competition, they're yep. bad. So if we're having a conversation about readiness and Heather's name doesn't come up, please. <laughs> There's come one on. obvious person who's not ready, and it's Heather. You can you can think Cassie and whoever else isn't, and you'd have a reason to. I don't. I personally don't, I'm not sure after what we've saw today that either of them sure. are ready. But hmm. anyway, hmm, stay tuned. <laughs> what do you got on the night? What do you got on the nighttime? Maybe the nighttime date at the house. The bomb's been dropped. It's kind of the cool down period of the date. I didn't really even. I didn't. Re- I was really just debriefing on what I just had saw. <laughs> just really, I don't even know what they did. Truthfully, they made. They cooked together. I think they bought some meat earlier and they made some steak or something. Um, she's going to hometowns. The only thing that came out of it. Was that she has one of those dads that we're going to be talking about for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't wait. Listen, whatever someone, this is in real life, but especially on the show, whatever someone warns you about their dad, triple it. Okay. Absolutely. Because <laughs> Tasha's not going to say on camera, listen, my dad's going to be terrible. He's going to be, be bad. She's going to be like, oh, buddy, like be prepared. <laughs> and you know that means it's probably going to be worse. Yep. Dad's Absolutely. on the This is probably my favorite part of the season, hometowns. The dads give you a dose of reality. Like, this is nonsense. <laughs> we saw in the preview, I think it was uh, Cassie's dad. Has there dad. ever been a dad that enjoys this process? I can't think of a worse nightmare than one day Izzy bringing a freaking oh, camera man. crew into my house and some some loser yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who's dating three other girls. Yeah. yeah. Can you think of a worse scenario for a you dad? You have to keep her home. You, would not, you should not let her go back on the <laughs> thing. It's, but here's, here's the reality. They hype it up. We get excited yeah. for it. Every, it's going to be fine. Every hometowns, it's fine. They come yeah. around, both parents, it's fine. Yep. It'll be fine. Back at the house. Well, I guess before we, she got the rose and Colton's yep. not getting down on any without his father's blessing, her father's blessing, period. Mm-hmm. You know, good family conversation. She throws on the Underwood jersey. I don't know where she got oh, that, yeah, but they're in yeah, his room. Yeah. She throws on the Underwood jersey and then they make out for a long time. Yeah. That's the end of the date. Good date. Yeah, good date. It was a great date. Day and night. Absolutely. Both were great. Back at the house. The date card goes to Kaylin. And the excitement, the honeymoon is over. It lasted longer than we thought, but no one is pleased. Cassie is hysterically crying, I'd say. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. It's terrible, but I like it. It's uh, It's tough. Uh, tears all around, maybe. Yep. except Kerpa, who couldn't have reasonably expected to get another one-on-one yeah, the next week. Back on the date, 
Tasha still talking about her dad. So we okay. So we skipped ahead. I can see the confusion on your face. Nothing yeah. makes me more upset than when I skip ahead or mess up. Here we go. Tasha's warning Colton about her dad. Still, Colton's like, "Yep, here's the rose." Little makeout time with the jersey on. Little foreshadowing. A B question mark Underwood. Tasha Underwood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the last time I have is these two work well together. Good connection. I agree. And Tasha has a real chance. Tasha has, or maybe had, a real chance to win this thing. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? No, I don't think she has any chance. Zero. Zero. Even before this episode, you didn't think that? She took her shot and it didn't work. What was her shot? Trying to knock out Kaylin and Cassie. This oh, was well, it. Yeah. This was her shot. That's true. She, she was if over she two. Didn't knock, if she didn't get him out right here with this, the heavy hook to the head, it's not going to work. Sports terms. This would be if LeBron was whispering in like Steve Kerr and Steph Curry's ear like man Kevin Durant and uh Draymond <laughs> yeah. Green like the two free agents like those guys no good you don't want them and the, you know trying to plant something in their mind try to get them on his team or something and they stayed with the Warriors and LeBron it's never over. won another title it's she over. took her shot she took her shot I think it was calculated and it was a pretty good move agreed uh, considering where she was third at best so why not try to leapfrog one and two Get up there to number one. It didn't work. They didn't. Both of them stayed. So spoiler alert. Yeah, I I agree with you. Smart, gamely move. Mm -hmm. She's playing the game. I have issues with the way it was presented to us overall, and I doubt the veracity, frankly, of some these these claims would not hold up in a court of law. I'll put it. No, absolutely not. Okay, that's my. That's how I approach these things. These are heavy accusations to level against someone mm-hmm. in this world, <laughs> and you got to have some proof. The next day at the house, Kerpa and Tasha are talking about what Tasha told him. This is the, the team has formed. The, this is an alliance. I don't watch Survivor. I'm getting back into the challenge. This is an alliance. This is an alliance, period. Kerpa says, I'll bring it up with him, too, if I get the chance. I got you on this. I got you. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to let you leave you stranded here. I got you. Um, do you have anything on this? This is when I started. So at this point in the episode, I'm like, okay, uh, I don't know what to think here. I, I really didn't know. Like, we're hearing one thing. Obviously, Kaylin and Cassie are going to deny this. So I don't know. I don't know what to believe. When Kerpa came along, one of the most down to earth real people on yeah. the show, yep. when Kerpa's saying she's going to back her up, I'm, I'm leaning Tasia at this point. Yep. Okay. That's fair. I, their, their main thing in this conversation seemed to be that Cassie and Kaylin spoke about being the next bachelorette. We don't know in mm-hmm. what context, but we, they are saying that that's what they heard that someone else heard. Mm-hmm. Because we don't know if either of them heard this conversation directly at this point. It's unclear. It's unclear, but if they had heard it, I think they would have mentioned it directly. True. Um, anyway, Kaylin won on one date, daytime. They're going snowboarding, A.B. Fun day. I feel like you snowboard. You can snowboard. No, hard pass on snowboarding. You're not a snowboard? No, 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 no. Wouldn't even try never, it. Never snowboarded, never skied. That's white people stuff, Rim. I don't but do you, that. That is white people stuff. <laughs> I don't do any of that. It'd be really funny if I was on The Bachelor and like date before hometowns, I decided not to participate in the, the one-on-one <laughs> date. I was going to sit over here. No, I don't, I don't really want to snowboard. <laughs> something as easy as snowboarding, too. No, no thanks. It's, uh, I mean, hey, that stuff's dangerous. I can't, I can't <laughs> ski, but I'll give it a go. <laughs> what do you say? 
anyway, they're snowboarding. That doesn't last very long, so we got real stuff to talk about. Well, yeah, let's jump into it. Colton brings up the issues. Brass tax guy, some might say. He says, Taisha did bring up... This is a long quote, but I'm going to say it all, okay, A.B.? Say it. Taisha did bring up that she thought you were one of the women that wasn't quite ready. That's fine to... That's fine. What stuck with me the most about comments getting being made about getting to the end of this, but not getting engaged. Kaylin nods. She's like, okay, like reasonable. You caught me. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> to not have any reaction to that is like, hmm, interesting. I can't believe someone heard me say I wasn't ready, but here I'm stuck. <laughs> Colton continues and talks about being the next bachelorette. And Kaylin goes, me? She's like, no, 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 no. That, she's up. like, oh, no, no, I didn't say that. I said the first thing, <laughs> but not the second. That's what came off to me. Because to to have no reaction to saying you're not ready to get engaged, but to be like, no, the bachelorette thing, no. no. I did not say, I would never say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kaylin, of course, is completely fabricated. I'm here for an engagement. To the she's camera, pissed. she's dropping F-bombs and saying it's lies, saying Tasha pulled it out of her ass. What do you got on this? I had a big problem with Colden saying names of who told him. Okay. Ooh. I wasn't okay. I'm not okay with you asking someone else for the dirt and then you turning around and throwing that person under the bus for giving you what you asked for. She, he asked Tasha, Yeah. To give him the names. And she did. And then immediately he's starting a conflict in the house. She's going to be in a bad situation the rest of the season in the house with these girls. Journalists I, should never I, I reveal know. their sources, don't, AB, exactly, for the safety of their rem- sources. Do not reveal your sources here. Keep it confidential. It's obvious who it was, but still don't say it. Then yep. she can deny it. You can let her decide if she wants to come clean. How did you, agreed, how did you perceive Kaylin's handling of this reveal? I think she was blindsided by it. I really do. She, she didn't have, she, she had nothing to say. Like, I, I, I think she was trying to figure out her best way to go about it, and it all hit her so fast, and she was so pissed. She, I kind of took it, I took it as genuine. I feel that's how I would expect someone who is not guilty to react to this. Like, what the hell are you talking about? That's an interesting thing to say, because a lot of both people on the show and some uh, viewers see defensiveness as basically admission of guilt. Oh, you're really defensive at the thing I accuse you of. Well, it's like if you accuse me of something that's false, I'm going to be upset about it. I take extreme defensiveness as what I'd expect someone that has not done something to act Uh like that's how I would react. If someone's spreading these false ass lies about me, I'm going to get defensive immediately. I, on the, especially on the second rewatch, I thought Kaylin a little immature in her reaction. I don't, sure. I, I like, I, I was fine with the fire a little bit like, no, 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 this isn't true type of thing. But the, the swearing, the name calling. I think she was caught up in the moment. She's caught up bit. in the moment. And what really was like, okay, was when she said Tasha was an insecure 28 year old. At this point, if you're 28, you're the old woman in the house. Yeah. You don't need to bring age into it. That has nothing to do with <laughs> what's going on. It did kind of illustrate, oh, Kaylin is five plus years younger than Tasha. Yeah. Um, Different stages just not of a good life. Look. She called her a stupid B word. Just not a mm-hmm. good look for Kaylin. It wasn't a good look. I, it didn't sway me one way or the other to no. believe or not believe. 
but not a good look. And there wasn't really a resolution either. It was just kind of Kalen going flying off at the handle. Next thing you know, we're at the nighttime portion of the mm-hmm. day. And what do you got on the nighttime? Nighttime, Kaylin had a little time to cool down, think it through. Like, as she's getting dressed, she thought, like, I didn't handle that well. Let me think about how I'm going to handle this in the nighttime. And I thought she did well. Adamant that the things, Mm -hmm. she never said these things. A cynic, which I am, might say that her being on the verge of tears to start the date was a ploy to secure a sympathy rose. Do you buy into that at all? No, I I was okay. I thought she was sincere. I really do. She said, "I pray to God it's us at the end of this, kids, and we can deal. get engaged and have yeah. kids and get married." That was the line. Um, Colton gives her the rose and says, "As of tonight, all the fears have gone away," which is interesting because he's basically accepting her denial, essentially saying, "I don't believe Tasha what Tasha said about you." Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Tasha has a rose and is going to hometowns. So, <laughs> so basically, someone is at least embellishing something, and he's taking them both to hometowns. So we'll find out. I don't know. Interesting, uh, interesting way this played out. I'm not shocked because we know. I'm not shocked at any of his picks for hometowns, frankly, because we know he's had a connection with since the beginning. But it's just uh, this didn't even put a dent in Kalen, really. No, not um, at all. From Colton's perspective, agreed. One of America's most iconic music venues, Alex Red Rocks. You wear mm-hmm. this iconic yeah. mm-hmm. private concert. I heard great it does things. not get much better than a private concert at Red Rocks. I gotta <laughs> I've imagine heard great. Well, yeah. What does that mean? You're gonna disparage Brett Young here? No. Yeah. You. Did, this seems like your kind of artist. Just because you don't know who he is. The song was song a jam. Was, okay, the song was an absolute okay. jam. I will give you that. Back at the house. Heather is talking about her excitement about bringing Colton home to her family. Oh, Heather, I'm ex- I could bring Colton home to my family. That could be something. Just keep that in mind. <laughs> Date card goes to Hannah B. I did not expect this to be friendly. Oh, no. I didn't Absolutely think it. Not. not even the number one Hannah B uh, no. fan in the no, world. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd you think? Hannah G? Cassie? One of the two. Yeah. yeah. Surprise. More at the house. I got a lot of notes here, A.B. Kaylin tells Cassie what Colton told her that Tasha said about what Demi and Katie said to Colton. That's not an exaggeration. That's actually the line of conversation here. (laughs) The real game of telephone. Kaylin tells Cassie what Colton told her that Tasha said about what Demi and Katie (laughs) said to Colton. That's where we're at right here. That's that's what we're doing here. We got all these all these conversations. We have no idea if the first conversation even took place ever. No, the 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 like the at the fist of the first men when this conversation happened, Katie might not have even been around to see it herself. We don't. Katie might. We don't even know. We don't have confirmation that Katie's even talking about these two. No, 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 no. We don't. They're all like using (laughs) what they think. And kind of going off of that to think what Katie also thinks. <sighs> it's confusing. This concerns Cassie. Um, Cassie's in the hot seat also because she's worried that her words might be, quote, twisted too. Maybe Cassie's concerned for other reasons we don't know. Kaylin pulls Tasha aside. It's on. 
it's she Kaylin is um pro let's not tear each other down. That's Kaylin's brand. It's a good brand to have. But mm-hmm. when she's you know, when someone's you know, keep my name at your mouth also <laughs> type, of, <laughs> type of thing. She says uh she she's first off, she's swearing all over the place. It's something it's a sight to see with Kaylin. Mm-hmm. Tasha says I think what sparked the thing with Colton was Katie's conversation at the rose ceremony. Okay. Fair. And to be quite honest, the only two people that acted defensively and were worried about her conversation were you and Cassie. We all talked about it and we all were like, who do you possibly think she could be talking about? I just think it's all kind of funny that we all came to the same conclusion that it was you and Cassie again. That ain't holding up in a court of law. That's not proof no. of anything. To be fair, she is implying it's more than just her, though. It's like, it's Heather, it's it's Hannah, it's it's Kerpa. It's everyone but those two, right? If everyone, that's my first question. Who is we all? Is it you? Is it everyone other than Kaylin and Cassie? That's what I took. If everyone other than Kaylin and Cassie is having a conversation about who's not ready, who do you think they're going to say? The people not involved. They're not going to go, I don't think you're ready, ready, Heather. You know what I mean? Or you're not yeah, ready, Kerpa. That's fair. They're going to go these two. And it just so happens that these two are the front runners. Um, the other thing, this just seemed to me like a backing off of what she told Colton when she implied that she witnessed these things directly. Now Absolutely. she's talking about, well, we all talked about it and we think this is what Katie meant. That's not the same as what you told Colton at all. Push comes as a shove. Tasha backed up a little bit. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, and nothing about the bachelor, next Bachelorette talk. Nope. Tasha doesn't say, I heard you say this, or so-and-so heard you say this. They didn't even discuss it. Here's another thing that bothered me about the interaction. Tasha says, did I have any plans to talk about you with Colton? No. Of course, she did say, I'm going to tell Colton on multiple occasions to the camera. She said, I'm going to tell him he needs to know, which is fine. Don't deny it. Tess confirms that's a lie, right? <laughs> the, the, the test. Of, yeah. So the, anyway, she says, Colton asked me a question and I did. T- and I did tell my opinion. He did ask you a question. That's truthful. But you were going to tell him anyway. You said so. Absolutely. Anyway, um, can you see how the presentation of this is just it's a wall of misinformation and it's easy to get all this jumbled. Both sides. Twisting of words on both sides. To be Absolutely. Fair. Okay. You got anything else on that? That's my two cents. My 10 cents on the interaction. You got it. Hannah B. One-on-one date, daytime. This is your girl, A.B. This is it. I'm feeling good. She's going home. Everyone's smiling. Colton seems like he's having a good time. Uh, meeting the parents. She's locked in. Hometowns, baby. <laughs> Here yeah. we go. I think that's <laughs> where we all thought. I think that's Roll what we tide, all thought. baby. Uh, Colton, G-Class Benz, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. That costs more than a lot of houses where we're from. <laughs> Um, him and Hannah B go and meet the parents and step parents. If correct me if I'm wrong, Colton's parents are divorced and they both have remarried. Yes. Is that true? Okay. Yep. We got parents and the step parents there. What do you got on Hannah B's interaction with both the parents and then the mother? First, I for, I forgot how awesome Colton's dad is. Yeah. I completely forget that guy is so sweet. <laughs> yeah, that guy is so sweet. <laughs> he's like an awesome <laughs> Colton. Yeah, he's a he's an awesome Colton. There's no doubt. He's the man. He's a man. I wish he was on. I wish he was the lead of this season. Colton is a cool. Colton's a good guy and got a good heart. His dad is just like that, like injected with testosterone, just like also (laughs) badass. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Colton uh, Colton's mom sits down with Hannah first because Colton's dad pulls Colton aside. 
Hannah's telling her about how she's ex- she has expressed her love of Colton. Uh, her man, her mom asks, "Has he returned the favor?" And Hannah says, "No." And that's when you, know, Hannah's mom, at that point realizes she's not a real contender. And they juxtapose it with Colton telling his dad, "I'm not there with her yet." And yep. that's when you realize this is there's no way this ends well. When Hannah finishes telling. Colton's mom that she has told Colton she lo- she is in falling in love with him and he did not return it. She it, it's just like, okay. Then. Yeah. And yeah. It, keep in mind it was a couple weeks ago too. It was yeah. two episodes ago that she revealed this and mm-hmm. it was glossed over then on the show. Best line of the night for me was from Big Big John Underwood. I don't know if that's his name, but he seems like a big John. <laughs> he says Trust your gut. I trust your gut more than I would trust the comments of of about somebody else, which is great advice from a great man. (laughs) Colton was like, "Well, listen, Dad, check out this." She said, "She said scenario," and he was like, "No, no, 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 I'm not (laughs) trying to hear this bullshit. Not playing that." (laughs) And whether you know whether or not that's a sound piece of advice doesn't really matter. It was simple to the point, consistent. Colton left there single minded, knowing what Mm -hmm. he needed to do. When Colton's mom said to Hannah. My advice to you is to be open and honest to him as much as you can. At this point, you have nothing to lose. <laughs> like, take your That's when I knew, uh oh. Yeah. It's like, you need to pull out all the stops. You're probably going home. It's time to throw up your Hail Mary. Or even make it so the band aid is easier to rip off. Like, yeah. say all this stuff. That way he ends it now so you're not dragged out. Yep. Back at the house. No, excuse me. Nighttime. Nighttime portion of the date is in an airport hangar. Shades of when JoJo left Luke. Nothing good. I wrote that too. Nothing good happens at an airport <laughs> no, hangar no, on this show. Nothing no. good. Uh, so Clinton kind of asks for an explanation as to why she could say two weeks ago that you're falling in love with me. She gives her explanation. Kind of makes sense. And he goes, I appreciate hearing that. Appreciate over. That's you're done. That the time to say stuff like that should have been it should have passed. You already knew. First of all, you already she he already knew he was going to send her home. So I don't even understand why he let her say all that. Oh, it's this TV show, AB. Come on. I mean, okay. this is Hannah B. Apologist here. <laughs> yeah, I was defending defending yeah. her honor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's fair. She did kind of. She spilled her guts, put it all out there, and then he was like, anyway, time anyway. to go. <laughs> Anyways, can I walk you out? Yeah. A quick back at the house. The group date card is Hannah G, Kerpa, Cassie, and Heather, obviously. Uh, Kerpa says, in my opinion, I don't think Cassie is ready to be married. Wow. If he asks, I have no problem telling him that. That's totally fine. I have no issues with having sure. that opinion. Just don't present it as... Facts based on things that were said because that's not the deal. Back on the date, more kisses, just multiple kisses of death from Colton. The Hannah B smile fades away, AB. I felt really bad. Yeah. I felt really bad. And she didn't fully comprehend that he was breaking up with her for a little bit. It was like 30 seconds of her kind of waiting for him to say something else, but, but it, nothing else was coming. <laughs> yeah. it was, that was just it. I'm not going to get there. <laughs> that, in my opinion, clumsiest breakup of the season. Yeah, it was Colton. rough. It was rough. Uh, stumbled on his words, as I'm doing now. Graceful exit from Hannah. Very graceful. Chin up. 
Smile. Head held smile high. Smile still there. Wait, hold the smile until you get in the limo, mm-hmm. and then you can Don't do let what see you, you need cry. to do. Don't let them see you cry is the term. Hannah, before she gets in the limo, says, just listen to people about things and people's intentions. Listen to who, though? Who... Pick a side. You got to pick a side, Hannah. Who is he supposed to listen to? Is he listen to Kaylin and Cassie? At that point, I think she was just upset and she just wanted to fuck with Colton. She didn't (laughs) mean anything by that. (laughs) There's nothing that can confuse Colton more than saying someone's there for the wrong reasons again. I hope every single person that goes home after this (laughs) says that, whispers that in his ear, (laughs) spins him out. Great exit, bad breakup. Colton biffed the breakup big time. Mm, Absolutely. Uh, It should be noted at this point. Colton still hasn't sent anyone home for perceived unreadiness, Mm -hmm. even after now five people have mentioned it to him, basically. At this point, he's only sent home the person that is clearly the most ready. Who is that? Hannah. She's she's been head over heels for him. Ready to get married this whole time, Rim. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. She wants to get married. There's no doubt about that, I think. There's... Is there any doubt if he proposed to her, she would have said yes, like at the hangar? Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> like, she's the only one. I think I think Hannah or Cassie would too. Yeah, probably. Put it this way. If your definition of ready is really wants to marry Colton, I mm-hmm. think the two who are the most ready and have been the whole season have been Cassie and Colton, or Cassie and, and Hannah. Hannah B. They both yeah. said so in their like pre-things. Like they mm-hmm. really want to marry Colton. In terms of like maturity level and readiness to commit for life, I don't know if they're the top two. I'll put it that way. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Anything else on that breakup? Nope. It's over. Sad to see her go. I was proud of how she handled the exit. I was too. Uh, Though I don't know her personally, so proud is a weird term to use. Proud. It was good. (laughs) I'm proud. Proud. (laughs) I loved how she handled it. I can't wait to see her on Bachelor in Paradise. Big fan. Okay, I think so too. She'll be there. Bachelorette possibilities. No. Okay. 
not enough people like her isn't no. the i feel like the general consensus is people don't like her i think yeah i'm in the minority here people don't hate her they're just kind of over yeah her uh back at the house Grabbing the luggage, AB. Probably my favorite. Probably <laughs> How my, do I get that job? The luggage guy on The Bachelor. Someone texted in the mailbag, what would you give up to get that job? And my first reaction was nothing. You're on screen for one second. But I'd give up everything. <laughs> but <laughs> I'd give be, it all up. It would be nice to do. Grab the, that, guy was, that guy was just kind of a skeevy guy. He like would walk in and like <laughs> yeah. looked at everybody. And it's like, you don't look well, and you don't make eye contact. Do. That's part of the job. The you walk in, you pick up the bag, you kind of wink. <laughs> oh no 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 kind of wink like am i gonna take it am i gonna put it down who knows that guy looked like they found him just kind of at the at the local watering hole and was like you, you want go 50 inside bucks? there and grab that <laughs> yeah <laughs> go grab the thing on the left he walked in he's like whoa what's going on There's a bunch of chicks in here <laughs> anyway i love that moment I always love it especially when they're not expecting it and especially when it's not a two-on-one yeah. You know what I mean? It's Everybody. a one-on-one and they go in and get the bag. Yeah. Like a lot of times I feel like they don't even have their stuff packed for some of these one-on-ones. Oh, no way. And the, you think <laughs> Hannah B only brought one bag? No. No. Group date, nighttime. This had to be a long car ride up in the mountains, AB, with people who half of them are going home from the limo. Yep. You got four girls, two roses. I think they that made it less awkward than a two-on-one. Because there is some kind of, there's some camaraderie a little bit with, you know, there's almost kind of teams going on here, but. Yeah, I mean, and also uh, two roses is a lot considering Heather is obviously going home. So it's two (laughs) roses for three people. Yeah. You got to feel pretty good if you're one of those girls. No one was in that limo thinking, gosh, what what if Heather gets a rose? No one (laughs) was thinking that. Watch out for Heather. No. Uh, Let's get to that part. Colton rolls up old timey train. And they head off to old Westworld. I want to mm-hmm. go on one of these old steam trains. Yeah, it seemed awesome. Yeah, very cool. Except for when they go over that tall bridge. Uh, uh, when it's no just thanks. like huge stakes in the ground Stilts. and just the track hanging above like the mountain. No, thank you. I got to have the tracks on the on firm ground, please. Right. No, thanks. <laughs> no thanks. Too many Westerns where those things go down. Just fly right off the side of those. Ah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, thank you. Uh, anyway. Colton wants to be sure that, you know, if we're going to do the family thing, I want you all to be confident and ready to do that, which apparently Heather triggers Heather to realize, okay, I'm definitely not ready for that. Absolutely. Well, he was looking at her when she said it, like, <laughs> I want to make sure our relationship are progressing. And then he stared at Heather. Yeah. Heather, would you like to <laughs> talk first? Would you like to interject here? Uh, she knew, listen. I didn't think I'd get this far, okay? <laughs> Let's be honest. When I came on the show, I did not think I'd be on the cusp of introducing him to my family. No. She tells Colton, not ready for this. Good for her. I think Colton was probably relieved. Colton got dumped, Rim. He did. But it was a it was an it, it's not you, it's me. That's the situation Colton just found himself in. Of course. He got dumped. But, but I agree. Like, he probably he, it was good for him because he was gonna have to do it. Yeah, it, 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 someone was getting dumped, and I like that she did the dumping. Yeah, that's totally fine. I don't think he was too broken up about it. He was like, he was like you said, he was gonna send her home anyway. It's almost easier if she tells you if she volunteers herself as tribute. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And plus, as we'll talk about now, when she left, they kiss. I don't know if you caught that. They kissed. Yeah, 
It was weird. <laughs> it was weird. <laughs> they kissed. You mean to tell me those two kissed? Heather and Colton. Yeah. On the lips. Yes. It was very strange. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't catch that. When he put bizarre. her on, when he put her on the train, he was like, "All right, bye." And then I think he leaned into the kiss. You would think that Heather would try to get one last smoocheroo here. Sure. But he, I think he leaned in, and he was wow. like, "All right, bye." They peck, and then smile, and they're like, "Goodbye." I mean, easiest breakup of all time. She's like, this "Listen, this." She's like, "Listen, this is ridiculous." <laughs> and then they kiss and they leave. It was a kiss you give your girlfriend when she's like going to work. <laughs> It was weird. <laughs> All right, honey, bye. It was weird. That's I when you knew some, it wasn't serious. I need someone to do a little research for me to see, has anyone this late volunteered to leave? This is this is it. Like, yeah. we're down to it. This is hometowns. Everyone wants a damn hometown. I obviously can't remember any, but I... I I think we can say for sure that this is probably the highest number of people who have volunteered to leave over the Absolutely. course of the season, which I think is three people. Yeah, and it's late. Yeah, that's late. my point here. It, we're late. late in the. It, we had two people leave last episode. One person leave this episode. That's three in like the final four episodes. We're down to the end here. Only one left on her own, though. Sydney, Demi, and Katie left. Because they were told to. There was someone else earlier, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot yeah. who, but someone yeah, did. you're right. The fact of the matter is, Heather shouldn't have made it this far at all. Katie should no. have gotten that rose. Ridiculous that she didn't, period. Mm-hmm. Um, Cassie and Kerpa are talking, so we're down to three, and we got two roses. Kerpa said, here I go again, like, you know, Rim Cochran with the <laughs> first lawyer that came to mind. Kerpa says, I heard the rumors. She's telling Cassie, I heard the rumors back in Asia from Katie. Rumors. I heard the rumors. <laughs> okay. These are rumors. And then to the camera. Just my observations and my opinion. I think Cassie's still trying to find herself in life. Why? We hear, we hear this every season. The young, someone who's young and for both genders says, I think they're trying to figure life out. They're not ready. Fine. That makes total sense. I probably agree with you. I just think, I just don't think she's ready for this lifelong commitment. I have no problem if Colton asks, I don't want him to be blindsided at the end of this, so I'll just let him know what I think, that Cassie needs to go home. That's fine. That is, it's every, someone every season does this. It's reasonable. Absolutely. This is hardly, AB, and tell me if you disagree, this is hardly the same thing that Tasha is claiming. Nothing about the next Bachelorette, nothing about hearing Cassie say, I'm not ready to be engaged. This is just Kerpa's opinion, which is entirely fair. Mm-hmm. So different. But the way it's yeah. presented, you're thinking, wow, three people last week, Hannah this week, Tasha, and now Kerpa are all saying the same thing. They're not the saying the same thing. They're saying totally different things. Some of them, anyway. Great point. I think there's just a tendency here to blur the lines, and they blur the lines intentionally, the producers, the show, to make it seem like all, you know, seven or six people are saying the same thing and they're not. Ask yourself at this point, who said there are rumors that Cassie and Kalen said, A, they're not ready and B, they want to be the next Bachelorette. Who has said that? Only Tasha. Kerpa has not said that. Hannah B has not said that. The three people who left last week did not mention anything remotely close to this. Only Tasha has made the claim that they talked about being the next Bachelorette and that they're not ready to be engaged. Only Tasha. Everything else is opinion and nonspecific. Now, 
I believe that they probably said those things. Oh, wow. I think they probably were mentioned, you know, I think it's possible, but certainly there's not nearly enough evidence to send anyone home. You can't send anyone home off of what you got. And the way it was presented, lots of viewers think that seven people said these things about Cassie and Kalen, which is just not the case at all. Now, to be fair, though, Rim, I feel like I'm being pretty fair. Other, I agree <laughs> with everything you've said, but there were moments where other people are ju- like, at one point, Kerpa was talking to H- the other Hannah. Hannah G. And they're talking about Cassie not being ready, and Hannah was not like vocally agreeing. But she's nodding her head and not she's not sticking up for anybody. She makes it seem like it makes it seem they made it seem like there were five people in the house who thought Cassie was not ready. I think everybody in the house thinks Cassie and Heather and Kaylin and Hannah B. I think that a lot of people thought they weren't ready. Yeah. But that's just different than saying sure the specific claims. that they were they're openly saying they're not ready and openly talking about other motives. Yes. I have the quote, A.B. Here's what Hannah G says to Kerpa. There were flags. Tasha talked about them. So again, talked about Tasha talked about the flags. That's their that's their evidence here is that Tasha talked about the flags. Mm -hmm. It's just not enough for me to send them home or you know, change my view of it. It's a lot of she said conjecture. And again, I think they probably are said these things, but so far no one has presented me with anything close to convincing. We need Katie. If Katie would have not been sent home last episode, this would all be, we'd all. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Here, you want to know my theory? I don't think Tasha would have brought it up with Kate if Katie were still around. Probably not. Because when, when Katie left at the end of last episode, Tasha saw an opportunity that was like, oh, I'm going to tell him who these people are talking about because guess what there's no one around to confirm it anymore mm-hmm. if there's something specific that's just my opinion and i like Tasha, and i think they work well together and i think she's probably gonna get second okay i just you know i gotta stand by my principles here which is you gotta prove what you're saying <laughs> you gotta provide the facts show me state all right you gotta show me here cassie and colton one-on-one time ab you got anything you handle this i've been talking for too long Colton comes in. He says he's. This is the first time there's doubt on in Colton's face about Cassie. He says if thing if I don't get the answers I need, I'm gonna send her home, and that's stunning. <laughs> We're talking about one of the all time front runners here, the yeah. person we said was gonna win weeks ago, and she's gonna have to prove herself here. Crazy on the chopping block. Never imagined it. Colton brings it up. Cassie unequivocally denies it again. Rim. Just like, just like Kaylin did. Yep. She furiously denies it. She uh, handles it like I'd expect someone that's being lied on to handle it. They both handled it, I think, similarly. Yeah. And poorly, in my opinion. They handle it like college girls. How do you suggest? Yeah, that's true. Like kind of, you know, bar clothes. Somebody's lying. They're (laughs) upset. But if someone's telling a just a clear lie, like if someone's saying that you said you wanted to be the bachelor and you actually never said that, and she's trying to ruin your chances at all this, at being the, being his wife, at you know being the winner, being the next bachelor, you'd lash out. You'd lash fuck, out. They're messing with your money, with your <laughs> livelihood, everything. Yeah. <laughs> and if you really like Colton, they're actually really messing with your chances of winning. Uh, to being being his wife. The stakes so, are high here. The stakes, stakes are really are, high. The, the stakes are really high. And if someone is lying on you like that, the the response is going to be fury. My opinion of the Cassie handling was, 
I I tend to believe that her denials, but again, no proof really. And yep. it was just, you know, if a cynic, a cynic wants to say she pulled the cry card, you know what I mean? Like that's possible. Kerpa and Colton one on one time. Kerpa doesn't want Kaylin to cat or Cassie to screw him over at the end of this. Her words. What did you make of this one on one time? Kerpa seems like she's on a destruction path to take out the top two contenders. A here. switch flipped for Kerpa. There's Chill uh, Kerpa. No other way to explain it. She says, after you gave your speech after Katie left, they were the only two girls that were very defensive and panicked. Everyone thought that was very strange. I feel like that's kind of how what everyone should have said the whole time instead of, you know, that like they you were can, super defensive. Yeah. Like that's you can back that up. Multiple witnesses. We all mm-hmm. saw that there. And then that's something concrete to go back to K- Cassie and Kaylin to and say, like, hey. What happened after I gave a little speech? You know what I mean? Just give yeah. everybody something, sure. the same basis of truth to work from. Um, then Kerpa tells Cassie after their one-on-one time's over that Colton asked her about, quote, the Vietnam situation, which he did not. He did no. not ask her about that. Run the tapes back. He didn't ask her. We didn't see it. He didn't ask her. She volunteered that information. Cassie freaks out completely. And, you know, Kerpa brings up Katie. She's like, you can just talk to Katie. And it's like, I can't talk to Katie. Yeah, I <laughs> you mean, know that's I mean? when it got really, really catty here. I tuned out for this part because yeah, it was just, too much. They're just yelling back and forth at each other. Neither of them handling it well. Uh, it was bad. Neither of them have proof. Cassie and Kaylin can't prove a negative here. They can't prove that they didn't say something. So, yeah, there's nothing to do. Anyway, I thought... I thought Cassie, this was Cassie's worst moment of the series, A.B. You think so? Yeah, I think this was, she was kind of snot. Again, I'm with you in that she's just lash, like defending her, you know. She was being snotty. When she told her to call Katie, that's the most absurd shit I've ever heard. Yeah, you can call like, Katie. Take first this up with Katie. Mountains. Like, you just said this about me. What do you mean? I'm taking it up with you right now. This has nothing to do with Katie. She, Katie didn't say my name. Call Katie. You just said my name to Colton. And now you're telling me, no, I'll take it up with Katie. No, 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 no. no. You just brought it up. Damn, baby. You just said my name. I'm with, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> That's, no, I'm just saying I, Cassie was called her an idiot. Cassie was calling name what, calling. Here's what it comes down. Here's what it comes down to for me. If I'm Cassie or Kaylin, and this is completely made up, which we have no way to prove, the way they reacted was completely fine. Okay. If someone goes off and tells a complete lie about me and then comes back and tells me that they just told me that, told him that lie, it's on. Okay? I'm acting however I, I want to <laughs> act. <laughs> That's what made this episode... It's impossible to know. Perfectly controversial because there's no, it's impossible to know. We don't know at all. It's impossible to know. And I don't, you could make a a very strong case for both sides. Agreed. I think the. No, I I said that wrong. You could make a very weak case for both sides based on what we know. Yes. There's a case to be made. There's some case to be made for any spot you want to come down on because nobody can prove anything. Exactly. Anyway, that's what makes it a great episode of reality television. Everyone is all everyone who watches this episode is fired up about it one way or another. That's <laughs> the beauty of this. Anyway, group date, nighttime, uh, seating arrangement here. Speaking of production tricks, brilliant seating arrangement, absolutely, as well as the the ticking clock sound effect, which was added in. <laughs> obviously, do you, do you think they missed 
an opportunity for a two-on-one. Obviously, Hannah's getting the rose here. One rose. Why not give her a daytime rose and we go into this and we get our, our you know, sought-after two-on-one that we've been waiting for all year? I, th- I agree. I didn't think of that. That should have happened. Hannah was not on the chopping block in any way no. at night. So, he, yeah. That's it's anticlimactic having her there. Although... The producers do some things. I mean, <laughs> incredible. If they were actually thinking about this, having her there, and then Colton comes in, he's like, "Give me the hugs. Let me get the hugs." And they all hug. Uh, and then he's like, "Hannah, can I grab you?" That leaves extra time where they're yeah, just sitting yeah. there together, <laughs> not knowing if <laughs> Hannah's coming like back. Fifteen, twenty minutes where they're just sitting there in silence. And then he comes, gets the rose right if in the, front of them. I could never mind. <laughs> They did it right. And they did it right. And also when they went back to the house, uh, Hannah G comes in with the rose kind of surprise. Yeah. That was good. Interesting moment back at the house. Kaylin and Tasha just hanging out, being yeah, gal they're just chilling. <laughs> it's it's like, just, beef is squashed. <laughs> like that was the most intense con- you know, confrontation of the season so far. And they're just hanging out like, so who you think is going home? <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't put me in the same room as the, per- the other person if I were either no. one of them. I get the feeling like... A lot of this was directed at Cassie more so than Kaylin. Kaylin got dragged into it, but I don't know. I feel like most of them are actually talking about Cassie. If only people would be more specific. Yeah. There there just wouldn't be an issue. Back on the date. Interesting quick moment between Colton and Kerpa. He thanks her for her honesty. Yeah. So that implies that what she's saying is true. Mm Got to give Cassie the boot, right? And then a makeout session, Rem. And then, Yeah. I thought it was over. You thought it was over for Cassie? Yeah. The makeout session? <laughs> yeah, that's. I'd call that irresponsible of Colton if he knows he's going to send Cassie or give Cassie it's like the you said, rose. She, he said, thank you for your honesty. That means he believes you. Yeah. Ugh, Colton, come on. He botched some things this episode. No doubt about it. Um, Kalen rolls in. What is this about? What did you make of this? I'd say completely unnecessary appearance. Confusing. I was just confused. Why would you want to save your number one opponent? If you want to marry Colton, wouldn't you want you, to get rid of the, your top competition? By that logic, I don't under- she should I guess have I just don't teamed up with Tasha and been like, I heard it too. It was Cassie. <laughs> That's what she should have said if you wanted <laughs> yeah, to do that. She should have came in and stuck the, the stake down. <laughs> I didn't really understand that. She just came, she offered no new information. She was like, this is all lies type of stuff. It's like, you already, you guys already talked about this. I think it kind of worked though. I think he was going to send, I think he was going to give Cassie the rose regardless. Yeah. It would have taken something really, really an act of God to prevent him from giving Cassie Cassie this rose. But there was some moment where I was like, this is possible here. And that's good. (laughs) TV's got a shot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Here's what Colton says. After he gives Cassie the rose, he says, tonight I just realized it's not about the she said, she said. It's about my instinct. I'm falling in love with Cassie. Wow. That is big John Underwood's. Absolutely. Go with your gut teachings. Carrying Colton to hometowns. Mm-hmm. Kerpa, for her part, leaves absolutely gracefully, A.B. She smiles, no bitterness towards Colton or Cassie, whom she recently besmirched. She says he's an adult. He can make his own decisions. I like Kerpa's attitude. Okay. I'm on yeah, board with Kerpa. I mean, Even after the touch touch and go there for a while, I, I'm pro Kerpa. Like, 
It felt like a boxing or MMA fight. Like after they beaten the shit out, I've never understood that they beat the shit out of each other for like an hour and then they shake hands and like hug afterwards. Yeah. That's not. I couldn't do that, but that's basically what Kerpa did. She ran Cassie through the mud for a yeah. day, and then she's like, "Okay, good game. All right, yep. shake hands, <laughs> shake hands, and yep. I'll be on my way." Though you won, fair, good, good, clean game. I look at Kerpa. She didn't even get enough screen time. I look at Kerpa. Oh, she kind of like wills. In terms of her yeah, demeanor and like call. rational, and she's very chill and like great call, you know, monotone. But maybe I like not her. the best for the show. Her no. being a part of this is one of the only things that gives me pause when I'm th- when I'm thinking of if Cassie and Kaylin act. It gave it credibility. Absolutely. Yes. Um, okay, hometowns week. Hannah G, Cassie, Tasha, and Kaylin. I mentioned this earlier. The pre- the previews make it seem like. We got skeptical parents and families. It'll probably be fine. It's going to be nothing. I can already tell it's going to be nothing. It was the even the clips they showed where they tried to get you to think the dads are going to be really bad are just like one line things. It's nothing. If something big happened, they're going to show you that. And we didn't see any siblings. Some crazy. I like when the crazy siblings. Yeah, I like the siblings. They're more likely to play into the reality. I also like when there's like an uncle who shouldn't have much to say, like tries to become the star. (laughs) (laughs) I love when that happens. I don't think we need that. I'm still looking forward to it because hometowns are great. Not a lot of funny stuff kind of for us to cover, but uh, I'm looking forward to it anyway. Quick to the mailbag, then to the power rankings and fantasy league update. Thank you to everyone who texted in. Obviously, AB, a lot of passionate reaction to this episode tonight. If you disagree with our takes tonight, tonight, on this episode, tell us why. This is where you let us know. 773-234-7794. Just to be clear, where we both kind of ended is that we agree we don't think there's enough evidence to send Cassie or Kaylin home. We don't necessarily agree uh with what Tasia has thrown out there and it all seems like a big game of telephone tag where there what was actually said is unclear and probably not even as bad as she's making the sound. Is that is that how yes. you feel? Yes. Okay. There's just simply not enough like uh, there's not enough evidence. I, you, I can't be convinced. I'm not convinced that anyone's guilty of anything. Absolutely. I'm not convinced that Tasha's telling the truth. I'm not convinced that Tasha's lying. We don't, and, and vice yep. versa for Cassie and Kaylin and everyone else. I'm not convinced. It's just not enough. Absolutely. Anyway, a lot of reaction. Seven seven three two three four seven seven nine four. Our minds and our hearts are open. And love will always find its way in AB. So if you guys, if you can change your mind on some, go ahead and try. I'm, 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 I'm open. I'm all ears. <laughs> Leia in Los Angeles. This is a quick uh, Colton fence jump theory because we still haven't seen that. My theory is that Cassie will drive away crying in the van over something that she decided she needs to go home for, and Colton wow. gets wind of this a little too late, and she's driving away. And Colton frantically hops the fence to urge her to come back. Okay. So that takes care of two scenes that we know about that yes. we have no explanation yes. for. The, the the Cassie sitting in the the van and Colton jumping the fence. Yep. I like that. I like that too. And Colton comes back and, you know, opens the van door and he's like, just come back, you know, in time. We'll figure it I, out. I'm in love with you. Like, come back for the finale, basically. Uh, I like that, Leia. This is Lauren from California. Here's something. Did you guys notice on last night's episode that all the clips from the last episode's preview of Hannah B in an all-black outfit didn't appear? So, 
surrounding the Colton fence jump, there was some clips of Hannah B in a black outfit earlier in the season. I don't think we've like when she goes, what is happening? What just happened or something like that? That hasn't (laughs) happened yet on screen. So do you think that she will come back? Hannah B. My theory is that she finds something out about Hannah G. Once she goes home, then next week she shows up at Colton's hotel while he's there for Hannah G's hometown because apparently Hannah G's also from Alabama. And yeah, she's from the Alabama. Pot. There you go. The comparisons of the two Hannahs is actually absurd and it hasn't been touched on enough. They're both beauty con- pageant contestants, which we didn't, they never talked about the other Hannah being Hannah a beauty, G, yeah. being a part of Miss Alabama. Uh, they're obviously both from Alabama. Their names are the same. Um, it's it's incredible. Yeah. That and... Um, Cassie and Heather are going to the same small private college. It's crazy. <laughs> There's so many connections on this, yeah. on this season. Can you imagine if Rim and AB were both on The Bachelorette and yeah. they never addressed? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I like that too. I'm more inclined to, I like Leia's theory a lot. I think that's very, and I like that it's two birds and one stone. I like both those theories. Yeah. And they're both, they could both happen too. But uh, devil's advocate here, Rim, they didn't show Hannah again on the what's coming up next which I feel like they would have shown. I kind of wonder if that was just something from an earlier episode and they throw it in to get people talking. Because if if she actually came back, wouldn't that be on the what's coming up next as a big deal? One would think. Seems like a big deal. Next up, Annie from Atlanta. I don't know who was telling the truth, but I'm inclined to believe Tasha and Kerpa because wow. Cassie and Kaylin were crying like guilty sorority chicks who were pulled over by the cops. Thought that was funny. That's funny. <laughs> it's it's kind of true. Their reactions were similar. Uh, someone from the Florida Panhandle. As a fellow Hannah B. apologist, I hate that she went home. Oh, watching Kaylin, <laughs> watching Kaylin on that one-on-one made me not like her anymore, even more. I think she's ready. To aim for the next Bachelorette. Wow. Also want to acknowledge Colton's hot dad and the fact that Hannah G gets very little screen time, which seems odd to me. Colton is obviously very into her. That's, that is true. Hannah G has had a basically a boring one-on-one day and not much mm-hmm. other else screen time, even though she's been like a top four favorite the whole she's season. She's just flying under the radar right now. You think that's good or bad? Uh, probably bad. I don't think she's going to win. Probably, okay. And that might just be because I haven't seen enough of her. So... But at the beginning, I thought she was a, I mean, she got the first impression, so yeah, she's a good sign. In regards to Hannah B, completely agree. <laughs> I think she got a bad edit rim. I stand by <laughs> that. I think she got a bad first couple episodes. Unfortunately, that bad edit probably is going to stop her from being even in contention for Bachelorette, but yeah. uh, are we sure that she just didn't get a really bad edit and she's a sweetheart? No, I'm not. He, okay. I don't, I mean, I don't, my heart does not cry for hannah b well mine does <laughs> at this point i don't know if the, you're just committed you're doing this still because you're just already too deep in no on no, the no. Pro i hannah was b, genuinely, genuinely sad i don't want to know the truth i don't i know you could be keeping it up now i don't i don't want to know <laughs> and it's crazy how pro hannah b you are maybe the most pro hannah b person in the country <laughs> michelle from dallas in my opinion, the entire not ready business is all manufactured to get rid of the biggest competition. Here is why. These astute, smart women pointed the finger at Cassie and Kaylin, but completely missed Heather, who eliminated herself because she was not ready. <laughs> it's kind of, it's, again, that flew under the radar. 
Everyone's yeah. talking about who's ready and not ready. Obviously, Heather's not ready, but no one's talking about her. Hannah from Boulder, Colorado. This Devil's I, advocate on that one, though, when ahead. Heather was never a contender. They no didn't, one cares. No one cared. <laughs> yeah, no one cared. Uh, what the bleep happened to Colton this episode? I personally think it was out of line for him to ask Tasha who in the house wasn't ready to be engaged. AB's nodding his head. Agreed. And then used her name when Agreed. he went to those girls. Did you write this, AB? Are you Hannah from I think Boulder? that's me. <laughs> also, he was a major downer the rest of the episode, which made all the girls even more agitated. So she's placing the blame for this whole the whole scenario this episode on Colton. There are a couple reasonable. funny parts in the episode where the girls are like, oh, and Colton was in a good mood. Like he's this moody boyfriend. Who they got it. <laughs> like we got to tiptoe around the bachelor house. We don't want to upset Colton. And finally... Why did he even ask Tasha who was she concerned about if he wasn't going to take her advice? Perfectly reasonable question. Great question. Like I said, I think it was going to take an act of God to prevent Cassie from getting to hometowns. And he gave, I mean, Tasha's going to hometowns too. So she, in a weird way, yeah. you know, part of her plan succeeded in that regard. It might have been different though had her date came last. Her date was first. So he had to make a decision before he even talked to Kaylin and Cassie. On whether he was going to give her a hometown. Tasha, sure. Yeah. If he would have set her home, he would have had to like keep Heather for hometowns. Yeah, like, yeah, there true. weren't many people left. Matt from, thank you, Hannah, slash AB. Matt from Chicago. My wife and I were watching Hulu yesterday and couldn't believe the Rosecast theme music is now being used in a PetSmart commercial. Mm. What gives? This was also on the national broadcast last night. There's a new PetSmart commercial at the very end has the same theme song we use. It was also part of a New York magazine released a book for their 50th anniversary. And the whole commercial was our theme. It was like a minute and a half of the theme music in the background, <laughs> the rose. Now imagine my surprise, obviously, or any listener's surprise when something comes on TV and it's dun -dun 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 -dun. <laughs> here's the truth that we don't own that. We lease it. I think I paid $50 for it. For, for the rights to use it. I should have, you know, Bad Boy Rim could have just stolen it. Didn't, though. Pay creators. And <laughs> what's, what, what is strange, though, is I searched on this website. I forgot what it was where you can, you know, license music. Yeah. I searched wedding music and listened to, like, I don't know, 300 <laughs> ones before I picked that one. This was on page, like, 38. <laughs> I, so I don't know how these other people are. I don't know how it's like everywhere now. It, there was one other commercial that added to it. It's very strange, but keep an eye out for that PetSmart commercial. Okay, B, quick batch bracket update. Um, the top couple in ties, Emma S has 228. Erica B has 223. Aaron H, 223. Garen H, 220. Amanda C, 220. Bachelor M, 219. Gen C, 217. Those are pretty much the contenders because everyone basically had more or less has this a similar same final people. three, two, and one. Not the same, yeah. but similar. Um, I have 185. I only got two of the four finalists right. Okay. You have 168. You got three of the four finalists right. Okay. You can't win. Here I come, though. You can't. I can pass <laughs> your ass. <laughs> no, you can't. You cannot. Of course, you can't win the whole thing, but you can't even pass me. Okay. Next week, you have... Cassie, Hannah G, and Kaylin, and I have Hannah G and Cassie in the final. We both have the same final two and one, so next week, you can gain eight points on me, and right now, I'm up uh, 17, so okay. it's over. I win.
Okay, B, are you ready to do some power rankings? Sure. Before we end the show. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Ooh, prepared. Go ahead. I'll give you all four, Rim. Okay, thank you. Well, you know, not too much to ask, but go ahead. There's only four. four. Uh, Number four, Kaylin. Any reason for that? You think this was a bad look for her this week? No, it was fine. I just don't see their relationship progressing as far as the other others and i'm stick i already threw my hannah g flag down so i can't she's obviously <laughs> progressed more than her but I, I can't back off that number three tasia tasia okay number two hannah number one cassie still up there if she can make it through this she took she took all their best shots she taken yeah. body shots all yeah. episode from all all comers and she took it still standing it's gonna be tough uh, here are my top contenders. Power rankings. Number five, Katie. <laughs> Not as good as the grocery Joe bit, but still funny, my opinion. Number four, Kaylin. Well, same as Number me. three, Hannah G. I just don't see. You see it we there. know he likes her. We know she likes him. I don't see the a real true, I could live the rest of my life with you connection like we saw with Taisha when they were cooking. That type of thing. Okay. And the whole day was, that was such a good date that I could see them together in real life. Sure. Number two, Tasha. Number one, Cassie. Obviously. Anything else, AB? Who do you think's The Bachelorette? God, I don't know, man. I think it's probably Kaylin at this point. And yeah, I, and I do too. I don't know if I made this explicitly clear. I think Kaylin definitely wants to be the next Bachelorette. Yeah. I think her... The way she's approached these conflicts for the most part and her coming to Colton... At the end of that group date, mm-hmm. I calculated. Th- I think she wants to be the next Bachelorette for calculated. sure. Calculated for sure. Uh, but other- otherwise, I don't know. I I think I'd rather see Danielle Malby, like you mentioned a couple weeks ago. Who do you think it's going to be? Kalen. Yeah, and you think Cassie's going to win still? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, that's all we got. Again, tell us what you think of the show at the text line 773-234-7794 or on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. Search Roastcast in some capacity. Uh, AB, if that's all we got, thanks for listening. Have a heavenly day. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. 
every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com